Hey, you're listening to Meet the Difference Makers, an Enroll Films podcast where we talk to the difference makers inside higher education. Each episode is crafted to bring you a dose of encouragement, a spark of inspiration, and a heartfelt reminder that the incredible work you're doing in higher ed is changing lives. And now your host, Ryan Coral. What's up, my friend? Welcome to Meet the Difference Makers. On this episode, I had the privilege of interviewing Allison Tercio, who is the Assistant Vice President for Enrollment and Marketing at Siena College. She shares her accidental journey into higher education and how she's making a significant impact in her role from her uh, initial role to uh, today where she does all things marketing. Uh, Allison discusses the evolving landscape of higher education marketing and emphasizes the importance of student-focused strategies and the power of community over competition in the higher ed space. This was a super fun episode, super fun conversation that I had with Allison. I mean, she is clearly someone who cares deeply about the work inside of higher ed. Uh, I'm sure you're gonna be inspired by what she shares. Before we dive into the episode, if you are a person responsible for telling the stories at your institution, if you're in development or you're in marketing, I have a resource that I would love to share with you that we use to help create authentic and soulful video. This is the kind of stuff that, that we believe, this is the kind of content that will help you to enroll students, engage alumni, get people giving money to your institution. We call it our testimonial capture checklist because we believe that a testimonial done the right way shares the transformation, the life change that your institution is uh, responsible for. And if you're not telling these stories, man, you are missing out. So uh, this checklist kind of dives into how we are telling these stories with video. And regardless of whether or not you're using video, hopefully you are. Uh, but if you're not, this is a way, this is still a tool that can be useful for you uh, it's got all of our secret sauce uh, for capturing these powerful testimonials and will help you to stand apart from your competition by really digging into your story and the uh, the experience that people have with your institution. So if this sounds interesting to you, this is a, a completely free download. Uh, it's a PDF and uh, you can get access to it by going to enrollfilms.com slash checklist. Enrollfilms.com slash checklist. My gift to you, thank you for being a listener of the show. With that, let's jump into today's interview. What's up, friends? Welcome to another episode of the show. Today, I have with me Allison Tercio, who is the Assistant Vice President for Enrollment and Marketing at Siena College. She is a marketing professor, a freelance marketing consultant, host of the Application Podcast, and publisher of the Higher Education Marketers Digest. Allison, we made it. We're here. Uh, pumped to have you on the show. I'm so glad we're finally doing this. <laughs> so you've been in higher ed. I mean, you're doing a lot of things. I love your branding. I love your marketing. I love the work that you've been doing. You obviously care about this work. How did you stumble into the world of uh, higher ed as a professional? Well, stumble is the right word. <laughs> <laughs> I use that word loosely. I, I'm like, well, maybe yeah, that, that's but no, not it's the right the exact, word. <laughs> it's the exact right word for me. So I went here to Siena as mm. an undergraduate, and I had a fantastic internship while I was an undergraduate in communications and PR. 
and sort of and also website and blogging and started getting into oh, some yeah. of that stuff. Um, I thought I was going to go teach. I was all signed up for a master's degree to be an English teacher. And there was a job opening for assistant director of communications here at the college. And I applied. I, my internship was exactly the things that they were looking for What I got to learn on that job. And um, one of the stories that my colleague, Jim Ian, who was on the interview committee, always tells me is that we had to write a mock article for the alumni magazine. And I had less proofreading errors than my counterpart. And that's how I got <laughs> that's how I got the job. So I started out really being sort of like staff writer right, mm. in the communications, and I, I'd write admissions materials, I would yeah. write for the alumni magazine, started writing the website articles, and and that's when social media came out as a real important tool for higher ed. Yep. I took that on, then at some point I took on CRM communication, so it's just like this snowball, like keep stumbling into new initiatives, new projects, and um, now I'm assistant vice president and I do enrollment related strategies and the marketing team also reports to me. So, mm. but it really truly has been like stumbling from one, <laughs> thing, one thing to the next. And it's been almost 18 years. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's impressive. I love that. What, what would you say like brings the most joy in the work that you get to do? I truly love students. One of the, my favorite things is I, I'm so lucky because I have this great job um, as an administrator at the college, but then I go and teach as an adjunct too. And that it's just so awesome to like leave the office, go be in a classroom, be with the students. So I, I just love the students, but I also cannot say enough about the people I work with every day. My team, the wider enrollment and marketing team, we just, we're just fun. We mm. care a lot about each other. And yeah. I look forward every single day to walking in the door and seeing all my friends here in the office. So we have a really special sort of culture and bond going on within our division. What's like, where does that come from? Cause that's, that's, I would say unique. Yeah, I think it comes, well, we have great leadership. So I think, you know, something like that always starts with leadership, but, but it's always been that way. We, we just pick up this ball and we keep, and we carry it forward. I mean, it's, um, I know that this is coming out a little bit later. So cut this part if you want. Tomorrow, we're having our annual Christmas party, and we make an event of our Christmas party. There's usually um, a competition or contest involved. There's always oh, a Yankee swap. We play left, right, center. So all those elements of like really great cultures, like having traditions, um, knowing each other besides just the work, having those personal relationships, all that kind of community building, those things you would work for. We have those in our team. Yeah, that's so cool. I love that. That's um, I, I feel the energy. When you reflect on your time as a student there, was there a particular professor or somebody that had yeah. an impact on you? I, I mean, pretty much all of them. I can't I really can't say enough about the faculty that I got to have, especially yeah. in the English department. One of my favorite professors for when I was a student is actually the dean of the, the liberal arts now. So it is kind of fun that I was once mm. in her classroom. And now that we work together on different committees at the college. We're working on a shared governance task force together, you know, and, and we obviously work with the deans really as closely as we can to um, develop enrollment for the college and marketing too. So it, that's really fun to like, yeah. this person was your teacher and now they're your colleague. I love that. That's pretty cool. Was there, was there a moment for you 
as you're thinking through what I want to do with my life and, and you decide at some point, you're like, I want to be a teacher. Was there somebody that inspired you or somebody that uh, really had that influence to make you feel like, man, I, this, this is work that I want to do. Well, the Dean I'm talking about, Dr. Farnan was one of them. She just is such a dynamic teacher. I don't know how much you know about early American literature, but for instance, um, William Bradford wrote this um, piece called of Plymouth plantation. And it, you would think it would be impossible to make that interesting, but she did. She did. So like, um, and I was also really lucky my whole life. I had great teachers in high school and middle school, yeah. right. That they, re I really connected with. So, but you know, I did end up being a teacher. I just took a different path there. So mm. I love that. Um, my past still, I, I ended up not going to that master's in teaching program, but now I teach college students and that is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. What, like, when you look at the work, like why, why, why does this work matter to you? It matters for the students. I'm one of those, I'm also one of those true believers that higher ed has such an important role to play yeah. in our society, in advancing our society, in correcting the ills of society, like access to education and racism. Like we have such an important role that we could play if only we'd get out of our own way. Mm. <laughs> You know, and so I feel very passionately about uh, that's why I host a podcast and I share with other higher ed marketers, because if we can all level up our game and we can all be better at what we're doing and we can be more accessible and we can have anti-racist perspectives and what we're doing, we can really, really do this thing. Right. But it takes all of us together. If just one pocket is doing this kind of work, that's not where we're going to create change on access and equity. So I really am one of those true believers that education is just such an important path forward to making our world better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's well said. I I think, you know, as I'm diving more and more into this, this world, there's a lot of challenges that higher ed is facing. And I'm just curious if... The majority, well, I, I won't say what the majority, I, I'm not sure the majority, but if it was just like, hey, higher ed, it's not a thing anymore. Like, it's just like, uh, you know, maybe you can do it online or there's just a different way to do it. How do you think that might, uh, like, what will the world be missing? Yeah, I think my fear on that is about the human connection piece of humanity. I think higher ed has a really important role on that in, in the research that it does. Mm. You know, it's it's not just about learning things. I think that's what where we where we miss miss out a bit is when we think it's just about learning things. It's it's not that. It's about communities, building strong communities. It's about building relationships. It's it's all of that. And and I don't think it's impossible to do that, by the way, if you're in online programs, if they're designed properly. I yeah. had an amazing experience in Northeastern's doctoral program for um, I went for education and my track was higher education leadership. I felt very connected to my faculty. I felt very connected to my cohort, my classmates, the other people who were doing this thing with me. So I don't think it's impossible. It's just that um, I guess my fear is if we become too reliant on those methods and those deliveries that we won't put the effort in and we will lose that human connection piece. Yeah. Wow. Um, so good. You, you do a great job of also speaking in sound bites. Uh, I'm like the opposite <laughs> kind of personality. I like go on and on and on. I'm like, wow, she's she's wrapping this up. Well done. Um, yeah, I wish I could. I wish I could do that. 
That's the English major in me. And also, I, I went for my communications master's degree. You have to be learn to be succinct and concise, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, yeah. don't ask me about my uh, communications degree then. Uh, this is awkward. Um, yeah, man, that, that, the idea of the human connection and community, it's not just about learning things. It's about experiencing them. I think that's yeah. so, so rich. In your own story, in the in your own experience, what was what was your your college experience like as far as community and, and human connection? What what did you experience? I think I think that's why I'm still here at Siena because mm -hmm. I feel so connected to that student experience that we have. So Siena is a Franciscan Catholic college, and Franciscan one of the main tenets and values is being other centered, mm -hmm. and um, there's this sort of unselfish way of being in community with one another. And I think just sort of every experience I had, all these moments um, sort of taught me that I want that in my life permanently, which is sort, yeah. of, sort of, I think why I'm still doing this work and I feel so passionate about high red and I feel so passionate about Sienna. Well, I do, I know I walked away with my, I know this is like you, I walked out with my husband, you know, I went to yeah, school yeah. here oh, yeah. with my husband. Um, <laughs> Some of my best friends, uh, I'm. They're still my best friends. Are from college. Yeah. Actually, on the other side, right behind me, um, is the office for the director of admissions, and um, we're really close friends. Our families are. Our husbands are best friends. My husband yeah, well, was best man in her wedding, and so oh like goodness. our kids are growing up together. So it really is that community and that network. Yeah. And I, I just felt that at Siena from day one. And so it wasn't like one experience. It was like the entire experience um, yeah. that was really just it, um, pivotal for yeah. my life. Yeah. Um, you kind of answered part of this question, but I'll just dig in a little bit more. You've got this incredible experience, the human connection at Siena. You, you experienced it as a student. Now you're experiencing experiencing it with the staff and, you know, just the parties and all, all that. Just a really cool culture. So... Uh, you know, outside of the people that you've already mentioned, as as you look at your your life outside of uh, the four walls of the university, what like are you are you carrying that? Are you living out those those same values um, in the real world? I hope so. I mean, even in my professional life, it goes way beyond Siena. I feel like I've built up this network and these connections among the higher ed marketing network that we've got going. Yeah. You know, I've presented more than seven times at AMA and, and more times across other conferences than I can even count. And the reason I do that isn't um, for myself. I do that to be in connection with everybody. Mm. Um, I am not scared ever to tell people exactly how we're doing something at Siena. I know that there's a lot of people out there who don't want to like reveal the secret. You know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. they don't want to, they don't want because we're, because we're, I want to be in community with each other, even though we're in such a competitive environment. So I guess that answers it, right? Like even that mindset is is sort of something I've bought into. And I think it really yeah. comes from the experience I had as an undergrad at Sienna. Yeah. I mean, you bring up that's a that's a powerful point. You know, you're talking about coming from a place of abundance. And as you talk about, yeah. you know, competition in in this space, it's like the more you can live out your core values and who you are as a school, which is unique, no matter what anybody says, no matter what the website says, it is unique, right? Nobody yep. looks like, sounds like you. Maybe there's some similarities, there's crossover, but as you, as you 
have that, to show up in the world like that, you're, you're going to, the more authentic and open that you can be, you're going to draw the, like the ideal student and the ideal families to be a part of this community. So it's not, it's not even about competition. It's like, Hey, um, if you think you have secrets, you better share them because people need to know what the things are that make you unique. And there's at the end of the day, there's no there's no secrets. It's like, yeah, you do things a little bit different and there's there's always, you know, new experiments to try and whatever. But at the end of the day, the more you can come forward with your story and who you really are and who your ideal student and family is, man, the, the quicker you're going to resonate with them and yeah. and enroll them. No one's ever going to execute something exactly the way we did, even if I step out, step one, step two, this is what we did. That's not what's going to happen. And here's the thing. If a student ends up at a college that's not a good fit for them, that doesn't benefit anybody. No. It doesn't benefit us. It doesn't benefit the student. So I, I like the idea of the student having as many choices as possible. I was talking to my friends at Loper, which is a college search app. If you haven't tried it yet, it's very interesting. And it's a, it's a swipe right or swipe left. Oh. And so the interactivity <laughs> yeah, is really cool. Um, You don't know who the school is until you, you save it. What? So it, re it it's not like just everything running on names I recognize, right? It's running on, is this wow, a good really fit for cool. me? It's very interesting. But he was asking me because we're a partner and he's and they were asking me, well, what do you think about us, um, you know, getting these colleges who you might consider like competitors to us involved and on the app? I said, great, have have them on like I the more the merrier, because it gives the students a better idea of where they should go. Like I'm not, I'm not scared. I'll tell our story. <laughs> I, I just want to. I just want to be in the running to tell the story. I don't care if yeah. everyone else wants to tell their story too. So, um, I, I really have that attitude about it. Because if we and if we all think that way and work that way, we can make a difference with this perception, this these negative perceptions that we're dealing with with higher ed. We have some power here to correct some of that. Um, but we do. We have to work together and stop looking at each other like in this cutthroat competitive way. Oh man, Allison, that's gold right there. That's so good. Yeah, really, that's powerful. I, I love the the phrase uh, "community over competition" or collaboration, right? I, I yeah, just think collaboration. That that's such a, and it's and it's a way more fulfilling way to approach the work and to be able to enjoy, uh, you know, what we do and who we do it with. Every time I put something out there that to share, I get it back tenfold. Right. I learn so much more that I I take away so much more. It's kind of like when you do volunteer work. Right. Yeah. Like you, you go in thinking I'm going to do these hours and I'm going to impact these people. But you get way more impacted than you ever expected. It's the same thing. You yeah. get what you put in. Yep. Yep. I love that. And even having a show and posting on social. I mean, you're you're digging through apps and things that people should be using at their school. And guess what? They're not Sienna. Well, I mean, some people at your school are probably listening to the show, but yeah. <laughs> you're, you're doing this show for the broader audience, right? You were bringing value yeah. uh, to to help the, the to help elevate the industry yeah. as a whole. I uh, the student students first in my mind. Yeah. I spent my whole doctoral research was on student centered marketing. And how do you oh. how do you transition from an institutionally focused marketing strategy to a student focused marketing strategy? So I I really do believe in it. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. Wow. When when you think about the students that you've been able to work with, right? Because at the end of the day, that's obviously that's that's what you're doing. Who you're doing this for? Um, 
What's been one of your most proudest moments? Well, one of the students that was an intern with me since their freshman year works on my team now. So, so that's, that's pretty fulfilling. And he, and he's not the only one. And now he runs the internship program. Isn't oh, that wow. full circle and amazing? <laughs> His name's Andy Murphy. He's awesome. He just had, I think it was 17 interns this semester. So he really oh, has taken this idea goodness. and yeah, he pours himself into um, the students. They do great work that we're able to use, of course, with, and, and also their insights. We find their insights to be valuable. There, we don't put out anything without students looking at it, giving feedback, telling us what would they change. Yeah, it's yeah. just so valuable. So having a lot of minds, I just walk outside my door and I'm like, okay, who's here right now? Can you look at this for me? It's really, it's really amazing. Uh, so he's got 17 interns. How many did you have when you were? Oh my gosh, I think I probably had three or four at most. So yeah, he's really, yeah. he's wow. really grown it. He's yeah. really grown it. So what's more, what's more fulfilling than that, right? A person that you mentored as an inter intern hired for your team, and now they have turned around and and completely exploded what you were yeah. ever doing. Um, yeah, really, really cool. So I just love watching him do that thing. Yeah. Um, it really is his thing. He's so good at it. Um, and and he and we work with those students to make sure they get jobs too, after graduation. I love it's that. not just like we don't once they're done with working for us, it doesn't end there. We really stay connected. I just got an email from someone who was looking for sort of a digital marketing coordinator. Who do you have? You have any interns that would be good for this? You know, we and we had a couple we thought had the right skills, got them connected. So you just you never know. You never know. That's so good. Uh, what would you say is like one of the more more challenging parts of the work that you're doing? <laughs> There's so much. <laughs> I'm pausing because it's hard to nail. Like it's hard to, to nail start? down. Where let's to do start? Three episodes of this. Uh, yeah, interview. let's do three episodes. <laughs> you know, there's something in happening right now that I think is going to be a defining challenge of our industry, oh. and it might be harder even than the pandemic. And that is the changes that are happening with the College Board. So many, many, many of us colleges use the College Board. Um, to collect student information and then introduce our colleges to students, right? We, this is how we get our foot in the door, especially if you're not a brand name college. You know, if you don't have that sort of yeah. national or international um, recognition where the students are all, are just coming to you and you don't really need to go to right. them. If you're a school that needs to go to students, even if it's for half your pool, not the whole pool, you need right. to go to them. Um, that is completely changing. And the College Board is um, shifting to this thing they call connections, which really is you're going to talk to students, but only through the Big Future app, which is an app that they use to find and match with colleges. I think they also use it to, um, you know, sign up for SAT and the PSAT and all of that, too. Um, so it's like in-app messages. I don't, I don't know many teenagers that are sitting there waiting for their in-app messages. Now, I'm not saying they're waiting for emails or text messages either, but there's just this different. I mean, I know as a mobile phone user, I'm very dismissive of an in-app message yeah, when, right. it, when it comes through. So this is a completely different way to connect with students than mm -hmm. we have before. And it, it may or may not work. Yeah. And so if it's not working, where are we going to find our students? Yeah. It's a big so are challenge. Making, are you making a plan right now? Like, where, where are you going to Oh, yeah, of course. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're testing out other 
other things. I mentioned Loper. Loper, yeah. I think, could be um, an awesome, especially because the user experience is just so well suited to teenagers and it's just different. Yeah. It's, it asks them questions about themselves rather than just what location do you want? What size right, school right, do you right. want? It, it's it's really um, it lets it le it returns a list of students that match. Uh, it returns a list of colleges that matches to the students and what they want out of their college yeah. experience, which is yeah. really unique. So trying out other things to see, okay, how can we connect with students in different ways, but also. Um, Marketing and what we do in-house in that way has never been more important, right? Because so we're going to have to be really present on other channels to have our name and build our brand. Yep. And we've been very lucky that at Siena, there's been great support for that. And we've received extra investments to help shore that up. So it's really about smart investing, um, using return on investment. We calculate a return on investment for our marketing um, strategy. So making sure that we're optimizing to that yeah. so that every every penny that we're spending it's it's coming back to us so yes trying all different kinds of things but you know it's it's always been a risk to, to be very reliant on a college board i think anyone who is using them to build a good portion of their um, class would be lying if they said they didn't think it was risky yeah. it's risky so now we have to rethink now we have to retool. What are we going to do? This is the kind of thing we can benefit from sharing with each other. Yeah. And by the way, in the end, be better for the students. Right. But not if we hold it close to the best and nobody talks about it and we, right. you know, we, we got to share. Yeah. Yeah. Sharing is caring. That's good. <laughs> um, what, what encouragement? I mean, obviously the list of challenges goes a lot more than just this one that you're mentioning. Um, uh, how, how would you encourage or inspire the people that are in this work? Because it's worth it, right? The fight is worth it. Overcoming the challenges, figuring out how to uh, come together. Uh, what would be your encouragement uh, to this industry, really? I mean, I think rising to the challenge, it could be fun. Like, we can do something different here. There's there's potential to leave a mark here. You know, I one of the things I like about this industry and my job is I walk in every day Honestly, I don't know what's going to happen that day. I know what meetings I have on my yeah, calendar yeah, yeah. that day, but the work that I do is different every day, you know, and that's interesting. That's fun. And so there, these curveballs keep getting thrown at us. What, and it's like, what are we going to do with them? I yeah. find that to be exciting. Yeah. So very much, I mean, higher ed is very much an entrepreneurial space. Yeah. Yeah. Lots yeah. of pivoting, lots of like, let's try this. Um, Probably why I like it. What's when the, it's what's at the... its best. When it's at yes. its best, higher ed has an entrepreneurial spirit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really good. Um, what What's the mark that you're hoping to leave in this industry? I'm really hoping to leave that student-centered mindset. Can I get people to think less about what do I want to say to my audience and more about what does my audience need to hear and what do they need. Uh, I really, I, I'm really hoping that can that can be my mark. If just one person at a time, sort of, I can switch their mindset to be um, less institutionally focused and more student focused. Because if you're student focused, the distinctiveness about your institution will come through. Yeah. It will come through, but it will come through in a way that's meeting the student where they are, and it will come through in a way that truly resonates. And I think it'll come through because it's not just actions 
you know, it's not just words, I'm sorry, it's action too. And the experience they're having when you're putting out marketing efforts, right? Like what is the feeling they get? What's the experience of that? Instead of just like, what are you saying to them? Yeah. I just think that shift in mindset could be serve us all well. It could be very valuable. <laughs> uh, I wish I wish you were a little more passionate about this. <laughs> just yeah. kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Who do you see as, as a, a, a difference maker in, in this oh, space? I mean, in hired marketing, I don't even know where I'd start because there's just so many people that I admire. Um, Jamie Hunt. Um, Dake builds, um, Carrie Phillips. I, my, my list, my mind is just like turning, um, artists from element 451, the work that he's doing on AI, but they're, they're doing it in a really student centered way. Like how can hired marketers be leveraging AI to do the work better, um, for the sake of students. There's, there's so many, like, here's the good thing is we're so lucky to have really passionate, really knowledgeable, really entrepreneurial-minded people in this yeah. industry. Well, how can people connect with you and follow along with all of the cool stuff that you've got going on, Allison? <laughs> well, I'm very active on LinkedIn, so you can find me there. But if you're interested in signing up for my newsletter, which is not stuff from me, what I do is I collect all the other thought leadership and the content that's happening in and around the idea of higher ed marketing. And I put it in one place so you can scan it and you can click on the things that are relevant to you because there's just so much great content out there. I wanted to give everyone a place, one place to go to find all of it. And you can sign up for that at my website, which is allisontercio.com. I love it. And I was mentioning to Allison before we got started here that that uh, is a great resource. She's done a really great job on that. So kudos. Uh, keep that up. How would you like to leave us today, Allison? I'd like to leave you by saying, let's share more. Let's connect more. Let's be in community with each other. Um, I am chairing the content committee for EduWeb this summer. So if that's something that interests you, our call for presentations is open. So put in a presentation and come and let's share all these great strategies with each other. Let's be better for students. Allison, amazing. Thank you so much. Really appreciate your heartbeat behind this work, your passion, your excitement, uh, the way that you are making a difference. Uh, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Friend, thank you again for joining me on this episode. Uh, if you like this episode, if you like this interview, if you like the format of this show, if you want uh, to encourage people, inspire people that are inside of higher education, please consider sharing this show with someone that you think would resonate. You could take a screen grab with your phone and just text it over to them. Uh, and if you have feedback, if, if there's uh, you know a takeaway from this specific episode, uh, you want to share that with me, you can email me. I'm ryan at enrollfilms.com or I'm also on uh, this thing called social media or these things called social media. Uh, you can find me in most places at Ryan Coral and it's Coral, K-O-R-A-L, like under the C, but spelled totally differently. Different or differently? Um, <laughs> shoot. Uh, and I'm mostly hanging out on LinkedIn and Instagram, again, at Ryan Coral. Um, if you're ready, your institution, if you're ready to have a conversation about 
what it might look like to create uh, ongoing, compelling video content, stories, uh, a, a hero video for your institution, something that can tug at the heartstrings of your ideal students, uh, your ideal donor. Uh, I would love to have that conversation with you, so feel free to reach out. Again, uh, all of our stuff lives at enrollfilms.com, and you can, again, email me. How many times will I say again? I don't know. Uh, maybe one more time again. <laughs> Ryan at enrollfilms.com again, uh, or enrollfilms.com. Enroll yes. Okay. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a difference maker. Thank you for caring about this work. And here is to making a difference. I'll see you on the next episode.